Hi ho, Sketch here. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. And I'm Shades. And this is the Muppet Show. Yay! I guess we're not. I guess we're not doing the voices. Yeah. Uh, the lo- <laughs> the long term listeners are so disappointed. I've been practicing for weeks and weeks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Every time you join Shades and I, you join <laughs> us in our GoCo in a different uh, corner of the Geeking Out Multiverse. And this week, the <laughs> on the tree, the Nog is on. Where do you keep Nog? The in table, the fridge, I guess. The hutch. Do you want Nog to get room temperature? No, I don't think you do. You don't want room temperature. Nog. The Nog is nicely chilled. The tomatoes not refrigerated the, the nog i was gonna say the nog is on the bridge of the yep. spaceship defiant exactly Perfect. star trek deep cut for you there deep deep cut uh but uh as we come together for this festive uh, virtually virtually come together as yes. we do all things these days in 2020 uh where shades do we have the goko set up for this holiday season. Uh, I'm glad you asked, Sketch. Uh, Goko is set up in the home of uh, Emily Bear, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. family farm and homestead of one Fozzie Bear. Yeah, uh, and we country. are out in the country, uh, just away from it all, you know, isolating. We are hanging from coat hangers. Yeah, we originally booked this to uh, get yeah. away on a relaxing holiday we thought we'd have. Uh, yeah, just, just the two of us, yep. warm by the fire, mm-hmm. geeking out. Yep. Oh, we got here and all these weirdos showed up. Yeah. Weirdos. Weirdos. So, guys, if we are uh, hanging from, <laughs> hanging from <laughs> coat hangers in in uh, in the hallway closet yeah. uh, and just a, and we and, had bunk beds in the attic, but we got pushed out and and we're the ones saying weirdos showed up. Yeah. We're the yeah. ones on hangers and there's more weirdos yet to come. More weirdos on the way. That must mean. We are talking about the Muppets. The Muppets. Because Particularly around Christmas time. There are more Muppet Christmas specials than you can shake a a, a frog at. Than you can egg a nog at. Yeah, there you go. I, I'm jonesing for some egg nog, I think, this episode. <laughs> uh, Sketch, do we have a theme song? Oh, of course, the holiday season is rife with, with theme songs. It is. So I think we do. So we need a little Christmas right this very minute. We need a little little Christmas now. We kind of fell into Kermit at the end of that. Oh. Hi-ho. Kermit the Frog here. Threeve. Uh, so, guys, Perfect. yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk today. Uh, specific. There's so many Muppet things. There's so many Muppet things, and there's so many Christmas things. But if we were to draw the Venn diagram, yes. of 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 Muppet and Christmas, yes, we have. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the you're the bigger expert. We have two specific Christmas things that come to my mind. Are yes. there more? There, there. Yes, there is a third. <clears throat> There is a 2002 Ooh, that's too recent. Muppet. 
Oh, what's the name of it? Uh, 2002. Yeah, it, I think it was just called A Muppet Christmas Movie. Yeah, oh, okay. it's a very Muppet Christmas movie uh, released on NBC and produced by NBC Universal right before Disney bought the Muppets. There's there's a third TV movie that it's actually not going to be talking about that one. We're today. not going to be talking about it. it. It actually feels a lot like the 2011 The Muppets. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plot is similar where they get kicked out of the theater. They have to do a big show and blah, 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 blah. Joan Cusack's in it. It's meh. Yeah. The uh, Muppets being kicked out of the theater is is to <laughs> is to Muppet plots as uh, as as um, amusement park attraction going muck <laughs> is to Michael Caine. Uh, it is a well of which we dip often. Oh man, yeah, it it really is. So uh, so yeah, so we're gonna talk specifically about the uh, what year is it? Nineteen eighty nineteen eighty seven. TV movie, a Muppet Family Christmas special. Oh, yeah. And if you haven't seen it, go ahead, pause the episode. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube, which is just, crazy. Just YouTube search that and you'll get the entire thing yes. in its entirety. Complete with the super creepy um news report voiceover okay. at the end. Can we get right into that? Just just <laughs> just because you know, I sat down it and I watched bonkers. I watched this one with the whole sketch family. It's so we're, bonkers we're talking sketch. we're talking Mrs. Sketch and we got little doodle there. And uh we're watching the Muppet Muppet Family Christmas and it ends with like I don't know. Dead children is it is it is it right to harvest organs from dead children? Tune in at eleven to find out. And it's like Jesus Christ, give us <laughs> 20 seconds to put the kids to bed like honest to god wait a minute will this work if i do a screen share will this work sketch oh my goodness if it works as the credits are rolling jesus and then followed by julie andrews christmas christmas oh Oh, my goodness gosh the 80s what a time what a time to be alive cocoa bananas apparently not a good time to be a doomed baby Could you imagine these days referring? Oh my goodness! To doomed babies. Is it okay to harvest the organs of doomed babies? Yikes! Ah. D- did you see that coming, long time listeners? And I don't think so. Doomed babies begins with D and B. <laughs> Yikes! Uh, that's what they call small talk where we're from. One, two, baby kidneys. <laughs> Oh my goodness! This took a wild t- turn. So, that one not our fault. That was, and that is how it. I mean that it aired in a number of markets on the West Coast. I believe they were able to remove it, but on the East Coast and Central, any VHS recording of it that was harvested from television will have that at the end. Which is just what we did back in the days. So. Yeah. And then, of course, um, other than that, we are also going because that's a short special. That's 50 minutes. If you're watching it is. on it's, YouTube, you're in, you're out. It's perfect. Perfect length. And if you uh, and if you're if you're doing a podcast like Shades and I, you need a little more meat on the bone. Yeah. So we also took in uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol. The 1992 uh, feature feature length film. Yep. Which, uh, you know, it's it's the Muppets in, in Dickensian England. Doing doing uh you know scrooge and uh that whole michael kane 
shtick. Uh, so, yeah, so that, that's what we're mainly going to talk about today. But, of course, spoiler alerts spoiler for... Spoiler alerts for anything Muppets. Anything Muppets, anything Christmas. The works of Charles Dickens. We're also fresh off The Mandalorian. So, hey, that oh, might come in here. Entirely possible. Very possible. <clears throat> we're fresh, <laughs> fresh off the finale. My name is John Favreau. Fuck you, Ryan and JJ. I think he listens to the podcast. I know um, he does. By the way, if you're tuning in, oh, I had just, a frog in my throat just to there. hear our thoughts on Mandalorian. Stay tuned. That's stay coming. Tuned. It's uh, coming in a, in a very, very soon episode. 2021 coming soon. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I guess, well, I mean, we should just get into the into the spirit of things. Yeah. Uh, talking about our history with these two properties. Let's do it. Sketch. What is your do you want to start go chronologically? Yeah, let's start with the the Muppet Family Christmas. Sure. Sketch, what's your history with Muppet Family Christmas? If I watched it when it originally came out, that would have, you said it's 87? 1987. So I would have been three. So if I watched it that first year, I do not recall. But it is a holiday special that I remember watching year after year after year. Um. I believe we had it on VHS, but I'm pretty sure anytime we watched it, it was just when it aired hmm. for that season. Uh, and, and we just kind of watched it as a family. Interesting. Do you remember this airing year after year after year on television? That's how I remember watching it. I remember that more than like my parents digging out the old VHS Interesting. And, and popping it into the machine. I don't um, ever remember seeing this on. Uh, I'm sorry, not to interrupt. I don't ever remember seeing this on TV again after it aired. Well, then maybe we because I know for a, conservatively, I'll say probably six years, but most likely longer than that in a row watching it. Cool. cool. Every year. Um, and then probably haven't seen it. I think I, I think I watched it once like in college or or whenever like someone first told me like, hey, you can watch the whole effing thing on YouTube. I was like, oh, that's great. I'll watch that around Christmas. I'm positive. I forced this upon you multiple times in college. It's, it's very possible. Um, so I watched it then and then I haven't watched it since uh, until just a couple nights ago when I when I sat down with the with the missus and the doodle and uh memorable is the word that comes to my mind because like you know how a lot of times we watch these things and we're like oh shit i forgot that right 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 no i like remembered everything it felt it felt like childhood it felt (laughs) it felt familiar and like what does childhood feel like sketch you know just like it just felt like feel good it just felt like warm and fuzzies and and uh, and you know getting together for the holidays seeing someone you haven't seen in a while that's how yeah. it felt like with this holiday special yeah you know, i don't have to say holiday. this is christmas special this yeah. is this it's, is from the era a, yeah, of it specifically is christmas, special, christmas. Yeah. so it is a 100 yep. percent christmas movie or tv special how about you shades what is your uh history i have a very vivid memory of of watching this possibly in 87 um or 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 perhaps it aired again in later years, but I have a vivid memory of my dad sitting in front of the television with our our uh, VHS player mm-hmm. recording it live and trying to pause it to cut out the commercials. And there's like three or four commercials that he 
missed or just like yeah. one or two. It's an Oscar Mayer commercial and an Oshkosh Bagosh commercial. And the, and I remember that very clearly, you know, back in the day when you would record things off the TV, like trying to get the commercials out. So it'd be so right. seamless. But like now, now that we're the age we are, like right. I'd be so interested to see commercials from back yes, then again. Exactly. Uh, yep. But yeah, so many of my old VHSs, I meticulously edited things edited out. Edited things out, exactly. And, uh, you know, we, you know, just to that point, we wound up eventually with a, with a dual VHS system to like record it live and then re- record a second copy off the the taped playback so we could remove the, the commercials. Wow. We, re- we really got into it. Um, Yeah, I remember watching this, I think, live. Um. It must have it must have been because that my copy of the VHS has that news report at the end. Mm-hmm. So that must have been the original airing. Yeah. Haunting, really. Yeah. And um, I'll say memorable. Didn't remember that part. Oh, that I was vivid- out of left field for me. Yeah, I get a kick out of that every year. Um, And it is it is the Shades family Christmas thing that we watch every single year uh i brought it to college i'm pretty sure i made our our pod in college watch that a couple of years in a row yeah um yeah it's my go-to we're gonna probably throw it on again this christmas eve and yeah that's that's how we roll i don't know if we in the uh in the sketch household we we really don't currently have a every year pull out oh interesting thing um, you know, as Zoodle's getting a little older now, you know, he's, he's, he's two and a half. So this is his first Christmas where yeah. he's like, getting aware. So maybe we'll have something that we've watched together this year that next year will really stick to him. And that'll become like our, our Christmas. Thing. I think it's going to be Muppets. You know, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh no. Now. No, is no, no. Not no. into the Muppets. Oh no. He watched both things with us. Oh wow! Um, all the way through, both of them. Okay, uh, it was it a fun time. Now, of course, long time listeners, just so you are aware, Shades and I did watch the Muppet Family Christmas Ulysses cut, where we took <laughs> VHS copies from all over, <laughs> and we pieced together the end, pieced all, together yes. the story of all the doomed babies. Yes. You really yep. fill out that B plot. So you, you could call that the B plot babies. of the. Uh, no, the B plot of the Muppet Family Christmas is without a doubt Doc's ruined. Doc, yeah. Holiday. Doc and, and Sprocket's and, ruined and, Christmas. And to be fair, Doc he, has every right to be upset about this. Oh, he, Doc is l- blameless in all of this, yes, and and he, he and he. He plays Doc is blameless. He like goes above and beyond mm-hmm. and you know good on Sprocket for for not eating any weirdos. Yeah. Cuz he's a trained fraggle hunter. Oh, and and uh, let's keep in mind this is this is the 80s, so it was I guess a little more acceptable to um find a stranger in the snow and then that stranger forces you to change your change outfit. Your clothes. Yeah, your outfit. That yep. that's not flying anymore, Miss no. Piggy. That's a big no no, Miss Piggy. Uh, Yikes! She's a real pig. She is. She is. So uh, I guess well, let's let's talk a little bit about um, a Muppet Christmas Carol. How about you start that one because I started the other one. Sure. Uh, I I saw this in theaters in 1992. I saw it at the Park Cinema. 
mm-hmm. which is like this now it's a, a live music venue. It's been rehabilitated and turned into a, like a live main stage, mm-hmm. uh, like nightclub type thing. But it was a two, a two theater, um, like holdover from the golden age or the golden age of cinema, like the the twenties, like a nineteen mm-hmm. twenties movie house that was still like a two screen movie house with you know get your ticket outside, mm-hmm. go in. There's the the vending concession and then you you go left or you go right into one of two theaters yep and uh i remember watching it and i i remember not being wowed by it mm-hmm. um my parents took me 1992 and um yeah i don't think i ever bumped into it again um and but i will say this it made it made some impressions on me like um the the marley's the Mar- the well, stantler and Wal- waldorf oh yeah um they they're at the when you know the first spirit that scrooge is visited by his deceased business partner they make it stantler and waldorf uh jacob and and robert marley and bob, bob yeah, marley they they, they they i mean oh that was that was low-hanging fruit and they they, they plucked it i don't yeah i don't want to get too too far down the, the raving rabbit hole but Muppet Chris, it is much better than I remember, and it and definitely is a movie that there's more for. It's a Christmas Carol. It's geared more towards adults than mm-hmm. than children. Certainly, the humor is. And then the Ghost of Christmas, uh, yet to come, mm-hmm. is haunting, haunting in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and that stuck with me. Um, but yeah, the the Marley Brothers as they're like being dragged down by their chains, just like. Yeah. It was seem it was particularly gruesome. If you too, haven't like, seen it, they uh, shudder. They do it. They put. They throw a really good shudder into their yeah, uh, into their musical number. It stuck with me uh, because it is a musical. Yep, we should say uh, that it is also a musical, and so they have their own uh, number about uh, their damnation. Yes, I suppose. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you yeah, those two things pod. stuck stuck with me. Uh, I. And I watched it for the pod, and I was I was delighted. Michael Caine was uh, was fantastic. I mean, the you know, the man can act against a, a Muppet. The man, can, I think I actually wrote that somewhere in like here. He too. can like, really act against a Muppet. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is literally the note I have. Michael Caine is crushing it, and he's talking to Felt, yeah. <laughs> and like that is. <laughs> and I think I especially I, that's it's one of my last notes. So I think it was really like when he turned rushing it and like uh, when you re, you know, when Scrooge to spoiler alerts, if you've ever seen the Christmas Carol, but Scrooge has a change of heart at the end. Yeah. And um, he is changed by the experience. Yes. And uh, seeing him treat the Muppets with dignity. Yes. And, and love and compassion. I was and like, he even sings a song. He's he's doing this to hands to people's yes. hands and walking uh, walking along these like ty- i don't know did sketch did you google any like, anything about muppet christmas carol Mm-mm. i did a very brief history of it um but you know when there are human performers the Mupp- muppeteers are in pits there are no yeah. floors right so michael kane's walking along catwalks that are that are no wider than like maybe two feet yeah and the you know the guy doesn't 
miss a beat. It was wonderful. One of my first notes was, what the fuck? Michael Caine <laughs> Michael is in Caine. this? Uh, he was not their original choice. Really? Yeah. Uh, let me let me tell you about my history because it's yeah. super, super history? short. My, my history is, I don't think I saw this in theaters. Maybe I did. If I did, it, it, it did not stick with me. My, my strongest memory of this is I think my cousins had like, like a playroom slash rec room in the basement of their house where, where the kids would play. And I think they had like a framed movie poster of the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, really? That's my, that's my clearest memory of it. And then I definitely saw it, but not with any sort of attention paid. So my guess is it was put on a lot during Christmas parties, hmm. like while the kids were playing. Um, Cause sense. I'm, I'm the oldest of a multitude of cousins. So there was no like okay we're just gonna sit down and watch this a murder it, of cousins yes it was it was really just like oh this is on in the background of right chaos of children um and then so i don't think i ever saw it in its entirety and i know for sure i never saw it with any sort of attention span put on it at all uh, until i watched it for the pod i think i think growing up my christmas carol story was the the disney one remember where D- disney had one where like mickey, mickey was, yes, was exactly uh, yes yeah. and because i christmas re- carol i remember that one and i think goofy is marley and his like his face is the door knock- knocker yeah 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 oh that was a and that's scene. and that's at the 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 haunted mansion ride yeah. in disney yeah. they have they have that and um oh yeah because i remember that one like that was very scary just like looking at his grave and everything like yeah the ones that are imprinted in me yep so so that's just a long way of me saying that like when i watched that was too scary for me as a kid yeah i remember it being scary it's a scary story and we're gonna get into it um it is deliciously dark it is deliciously dark and when i watched this uh i think at this point it was like five days ago with once again the sketch family I was kind of like blown away because I was not expecting the level of production that I was in store for. Uh, And we, and I'm talking across the board from like sets and puppets to sets, the the effing star of Michael Caine and and the effects. I mean, this was done above and beyond. Yeah. And I don't know how I didn't find anything. I looked, I looked up and down and left and right and in fraggle holes and just came up with nothing. But the, the idea to make Gonzo Charles Dickens being the third person omniscient narrator Mm -hmm. of the story was fucking brilliant. Brilliant. It's brilliant. It's my number one rave of this thing yeah. is that gonzo is our charles dickens and he's he's part dickens he bringing it he's he's part um fourth wall breaker he's part like he's dead someone before from dead our time oh yeah i mean strong agree that was like the most genius part of this whole thing it's like looking straight down the barrel of the camera mm-hmm. like but how do you know i know i just know yeah. It was, and then, and then to have Rizzo be basically portraying us, us, yes, giving giving Gonzo someone to talk to to answer the questions oh, that we're having. So good. What a smart way to tell the story and 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 keep kids entertained, especially when there are parts that like this. 
no matter what we do, even with Muppets, this is going to go over kids' heads. Right. How do we, how do we keep their attention? <laughs> we'll have Gonzo like walking them through it. Yeah. Perfect. 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 You nailed it. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, unrelated BQ. Okay. You have a favorite Muppet? Um, it's, I've had different favorite Muppets at different points in my life. Oh, sure. I mean, that's the classic story. I mean, uh, Gonzo. You can tell a lot about a person by their favorite Muppet. Yeah. Gonzo is mm-hmm. uh, by far like in my, I'll give you my top three Muppets. Okay. Top three Muppets. Here we go. Count them down. This is where we need that sound effect. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> um, okay, so Gonzo the Great. Mm-hmm. Sprocket the Dog. Oh, yeah. Sprocket's great. Sprocket makes a little cameo in Christmas Sprocket Carol. Sprocket makes a little cameo in Christmas Carol. Like, I caught it. I was very excited. Um, and um, number three. So, uh, so, like, spanning the Muppet universe or just, like, the the Muppets as we know them? Or I will span, allow you like, to span fraggles? the Muppet universe. You can take from anywhere that you would like. And I, I guess I would have to go with Snuffleupagus. Oh, sure. Snuffleupagus. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know why. Like, I, I always come back to Snuffy. Yeah. There's something about that elephant that uh wise and noble. Is Snuffleupagus still showing up in Sesame Street? I don't Street? think so. Snuff- I don't think Snuffy was I... it's interesting because Snuffy's niece still shows up, but Snuffy was Big Bird's imaginary friend. Yeah, oh, I remember. That was that was from our era. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he ever crossed over into into so that other people could see uh, him. Yeah, but his and then niece Big Bird kind of outgrew him. The Big Bird kind of outgrew him and now Big Bird in, in the great hereafter. Did they get a new Muppeteer for him? I think I've seen Big Bird show up in some. De- I I'm have not, not seen a I'm lot not of Sesame current Street. on Sesame Streets on HBO I'm not, I'm now, gonna, right? I wouldn't call myself current, but I, I I I bump into it from time to time. Yeah. Um, I, in in the episodes I've seen, I I don't think I've seen Big Bird. Uh, definitely focused way more now on Elmo. Um, and there's a pink monster that's that's very big. I don't know her name, it's but a she's pink like monster, a monster, right? I that's know. Avenue Q. I'm sorry. That's Avenue Q. But this this monster also might be named Kate. Um, and then I think I've talked about it on the pod before. Cookie Monster still in the show. Cookie Monster back to love, eating cookies. Fucking love Cookie Monster. They and tried to now, make him Veggie Monster for a while. Yeah, and like, that was that dumb. Was, and they, they walked okay. that back. But they now, made him green too, right? And that and like for a, a hot know. minute there. I don't know. I was boycotting Veggie Monster, yeah. so I don't know. But now, but now here's the thing. Now he owns a food truck. Wait, what? Excuse me? <laughs> Cookie Monster owns a food truck with with another little um, new Muppet who, who does the cooking. And it's great because they they get an order from like a kid, like from like a uh, from like a. Um, oh, my God. Uh, let's say like a like a like a like a writer writes in, you know, like an actual kid who watches the show and is like, oh, Cookie Monster, it's my cousin's birthday next week. I need a birthday cake. And like so they make an order. And then so like Cookie Monster goes to the little chef monster is like what do we need to make a cake and like he lists all the ingredients and cookie monster gets them out and then they're like oh no no eggs and so they take the food truck and they like go to a farm and show where eggs come from and everything and get the eggs and then they make the food and cookie monster pigs out on it and then there's always sure? a second piece of the food that they send over to the kid i think so it's they, a they great fi- way they to finally use cookie figured monster. cookie monster out they got him. They, it, took, they, it took 40 years it, it but you know what but they finally figured him out Yep, the, it, it was the pendulum, you know, and yeah. the pendulum started way too far on one side. He was just a maniac eating cookies nonstop. He was and the then, Robert Downey Jr. of cookies. In the yeah, 80s. he is. Yeah. And then and then 
the pendulum swung way the other way where he's still a maniac. Like the right. problem wasn't the cookies. The problem is the maniac part. Maniac part. Right. But no, they fixed the cookie part and made him veggies. <laughs> but now he's like, he's a little more sane. He has a nine to five. He's farm to table. Free he, range he, cookies. He indulges. Cookies. Certainly. He still indulges. Uh, but he brings food to, to kids. Uh, kids understanding. He is that's for great. cookie and cookie is for me. Yep. That's what I say. Yeah. Maybe maybe now is a good time to also say what shades, what is your history with Well wait, sketch, who are your favorite Muppets? Oh, I only have one. Well, who's your favorite Muppet? Gonzo. I love Gonzo. Gonzo. Yeah, interesting. I I, I don't know why. Um I guess because he's always been weird. Like he's, he's in just, love with a chicken. It might be because he's loving chick with a chicken. I mean it's because he shoots himself out of cannons. We're gonna get there. But um <laughs> There's like a hot, I forgot what, like what in what hap, what sequence it's in, but there's like a hot minute where, uh, blink and you'll miss it. Like uh, a goose walks by. He's like, Oh, Hey. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. He, he misses Super creepy. like going into a door or something because I mean, he's attracted to foul. Yes. That's, that's the thing. He's, <laughs> he's attracted to foul. Um, you don't know what Gonzo is. There's a real mystery as to what he is. They tried to explain it in Muppets in space, but it was so bad. I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay, well, there you go. And uh, and I don't know. That's what's always endeared uh, to Gonzo to me. I mean, yeah. part of me likes Fozzie, certainly. Yeah. This comedian with a particle and, and uh, always wanting to try. And then I do love the curmudgeons. I mean, I love the Sandler two. Sandler and Wal- Yeah, I mean, I do love them I, because you love to hate them. Yeah. Um, but, like, to me, it's, like, not even questioning. It's Gonzo is my favorite. All right. Yeah. So here's the here's here's the here's the big question. Here's the meat of the podcast, I guess. Shades, what is your history with the Muppets? The Muppets. Um That's a tough one. I think I think the first Muppet vehicle I ever saw was probably Muppet Babies, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to say the same. And I remember watching that daily. I think it was mm-hmm. a daily syndicated type thing. Yeah. Like Nickelodeon? a Nick Jr. or whatever, Nick, yeah, whatever it was when we were was... young. And, and that, that babies, yeah, dreams come true. They've made a they've made a a, a, a reboot. If yep, there's you will. an updated version now. Uh, little known fact, I, I I worked on some of the episodes of that show. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it was it was my Muppet moment. Uh, that was fun. It's, and, uh, uh, it's, I don't know if we've I don't know if we've watched bizar- it yet. Yeah, it's it like the original cartoon was just bonkers. They could like go into the walls and like different universes and cross over with Fraggles. This one, it, the new one, is much more like concrete essential. Yeah, concrete mm-hmm. sequential. Like impart lessons to children. Like as much of the animated daytime programming for children is now. Oh yeah, you got to have a lesson if you're yeah. going to get greenlit. It's not um, just about you know hijinks and imagination and adventure i remember watching the muppet babies and a lot of times they would show up in like they play with their imagination a lot and so they show up in scenes of like well-known movies yes but i was so young that i didn't know these movies or references i will say there's a lot of rewatch value there i bet there is And and i gotta go back because i distinctly remember and this is almost embarrassing to admit but i i distinctly remember seeing return of the jedi for the very first time going and there oh, was shit this was in muppet, muppet babies. babies yeah yep um 
because I think we've talked about it. I, you know, I didn't get on the Star Wars trade until the re-releases in the late nineties. So by then I was right. in middle school, my Muppet Babies years were behind me. Right. Um, but I, I was, but it left I was like, an wait a minute, yeah. wait a minute. These walking things. Yeah. We're in Muppet Babies. Yep. And then I never went back and saw the Muppet Babies episode. That and there were a lot like Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I would say like that made such an imprint on me in Muppet Babies that when I finally saw um, Raiders, mm-hmm. you know, the trope with Indiana is that always that the boulder crushes him. Mm-hmm. Not but he escapes it in the movie. But every yeah, yeah. parody is always the boulder crushes him. Yes. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is not this is not how it's supposed to go. But I, it was Raiders. That is how it's supposed to go. Right. But I had that image of like Muppet Babies, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Imagination. No, that's, thing. that's interesting that both of us were Muppet Baby. Muppet yeah. Baby Babies. Yep. Um, about, uh, Muppet, the, the Muppet Show. The Muppet Show. I didn't see that until much later because that was on way earlier. That yeah. if that had already, th- I think, come to an end by the time we you and I would be. Of, yeah. Cognizant of. Media. Or yep. very close to the end of that. Mm-hmm. But I do remember um, Muppets Tonight. Do you remember Muppets Tonight? I don't remember Muppets Tonight. Like the Arsenio Hall era, like the they updated the Muppets to do like a late night talk show. Okay. I think they tried this again a couple of years ago and it just didn't work. They tried to make it like The Office. That's oh. that's not what the Muppets are. That's it was, not what the yeah, Muppets are. It's not the, what the Muppets are supposed to be. And it was like them, you know, staring down the barrel of a camera doing interviews. Yeah. It's like that's no, that's not the only Gonzo. The yeah. Only Gonzo and only Dickens. Exactly. Um, but Muppets Tonight was very good, um, and it was it was an updated Muppet show, mm-hmm. but instead of a, a theater and a variety show, they were doing uh, a late night variety show, I guess. And I I thought it Pulled worked really well. well. I loved it, and it didn't. Uh, it was not popular, and oh, it uh, did not last very long. I think it only lasted one one season, mm. or not even a full season. Um, and then, yeah, like this era of Muppets, I, I don't have very, um, high opinions of, but I guess I need to go back and rewatch them in the, in the minisode. I said this was directed by Frank Oz. It was not Frank Oz did great Muppet caper and Muppets take Manhattan. Brian Henson did. Oh, and Brian Henson is just fucking brilliant. Um, he also did Muppet Treasure Island, so I guess I need to go back and rewatch that because it's I probably remember is much Muppet better. Treasure Island too with Tim Fon. Curry. Yeah, I mean, you're already starting at in a, in the plus column in right. my book. Yeah, um, I I would rewatch that too. I would like to rewatch. Yeah, that. we might have to come back to that later. I probably I probably remember Muppet Treasure Island better than I remembered. Well, obviously, actual, I told you I didn't. Treasure I Island. Didn't. Well, absolutely, actual Treasure Island. <laughs> but did, I was going to say Planet. Muppet uh, Christmas Carol. Right. I, I, I probably remembered Treasure Muppet Treasure Island better. Yeah. Um, I would how agree about, with like, that. How about the offshoots like uh, Fraggles and Sesame Street? Fraggle Rock. Oh, man. I fucking loved Fraggle Rock. Yeah, I was big into Fraggle Rock. Big into Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't remember what when that was, but it seemed it lives so vividly in my brain. Yeah. Um. What's always amazed me is that at, at like the the height of Muppet prowess, like right before like the early like 92, I guess, when Henson died or he died in what, 90 or 91, 91, okay. I think. But they were do they were doing Sesame Street every day. Mm-hmm. They were doing the Muppet show mm-hmm. and they were doing Fraggle Rock. Yeah. And voicing and pr- like all of those characters 
and producing all of that content mm-hmm. that is insane and yeah. when you when you think about it the muppeteers there are d- scores let's say of muppeteers but mm-hmm. and then voicing the characters we're talking about like a handful of maybe yeah, a handful six, of people. six people yeah five to six people that voice all those characters yeah I mean, like, you can hear it when you're when you're watching. When uh, you're an adult, you hear any it. When of you're these a kid, things. You oh yeah, when you're a kid, it's just you're you're not even thinking that the voices are coming from something other than the mouth of the puppet. Uh, but yeah, I, I, like listening through. It's crazy Christmas Carol. You're like, oh okay, yeah, that, that's that guy just doing a little difference here and difference there, yeah. and you really walk away from it being like, wow, impressed that it was like. A, well, a dozen people who brought all these characters to life. Well, I mean, that. here's a here's a great one that you know Steve Whitmore, who uh, re- who took over for Kermit when mm-hmm. when Jim Henson passed. He voices voices uh, Rizzo mm-hmm. and Kermit, mm-hmm. who to my ear sound nothing alike. Yeah, they're very different characters. They're very different. So I mean, to be a Muppeteer and uh, to voice a Muppet, you have to really have some range. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, Jim Henson voiced Kermit and uh, Ernie, Swedish mm-hmm. chef, Guy Smiley, the newsman. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's bonkers when you think of like who they voice. Frank Oz, all of his characters kind of sound the same. Bert, Piggy, Fozzie, Animal, Cookie Monster. They all kind of live in that same register. Yoda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, he, he's a little less dynamic. I guess. Well, there you go. What were you talking about? History with, history with the Muppets. Uh, yeah, you, Sesame you, Street. I watched the shit out of mess- Sesame Street. Oh yeah, like every day. Did not enjoy the uh, like the animated parts where they tried to teach you something. Just give me the Muppets. Oh yeah, of course, of um, course. Uh, Sketch. What is your opinion? But before you give me your history with the with Muppets, what is your uh, take on uh, full body shots of Muppets? Muppet I'm, legs. Uh, I am against them. I am also against I am Muppet highly, legs. I'm highly, highly against, against Muppet legs. Anytime I see like Muppet legs or Muppet feet, I'm just like, no, no, yeah, Muppets no, no, only exist you. from the waist up. Yeah. Um, in in a Christmas Carol, they do it's sparingly. You get a full it body shot like, of Fozzie, and it was just like, ah, yeah, it looks and too you get much a full like body my dog. Shot of Kermit, um, and it's just mm, yeah, yeah, unnecessary. Yeah. But I'll tell you, in the new Sesame Street, like they're lot, obviously yeah. doing it with like green screen and stuff, and like they're doing a lot with full body. And no, thank you. No, no, thank you. Um, I think we're there's, there's we'll no go ahead way. and say it right now. This is a this is a top half only uh, Muppet based podcast. Yeah, we, we only want the top. Geeking half. out, geeking out is a from the waist up Muppets podcast yeah. only. We'll have a bottomless tag. Yeah, that's what we'll say. This is your official bottomless podcast. <laughs> Sketch. What is your uh, history with the, the the greater Muppets universe? I mean, it's it's strange. I didn't think it was going to mirror yours so closely, but it, it really, truly does. I think yeah. my first um, encounter with the Muppets was Muppet Babies um, and 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 of certainly Sesame Street, but not really understanding. And of course, Sesame Street isn't mu- Muppets. They, they exist within the same universe what the muppets are a specific troop of like a specific right. group of people um so uh definitely saw those two watch fraggle rock like religiously i don't know what it was the underground nature of it the bright sets the bright like the 
the the floofy hairs i don't know but like for and then and then the little what, what were they called like the doozers, the doozers or whatever the yeah. little, little green guys yep doozers. and then going up above to the um like the trolls or what whatever they were like the i don't remember i just remember the trash heap but i don't remember what yeah those, yeah, yeah. What the yeah people that lived around the trash heap and then called. of course uh, doc and sprocket like oh yeah, i just I, I loved fraggles um, what was watch- really cool about Fraggles with that, though, is that in different areas of the world, uh, Sprocket had a different human companion. So Doc was just in the the United States. Well, that in, makes sense. In the, the, the UK, they had, um, he was called the captain. And they lived in a lighthouse. And That's then cool. in all the other markets, they had other things. That's really cool. Um, yeah, because Doc is definitely your, your, your relatable character into this yeah. world. So you want your character to be it's kind of like uh it reminds me of like um the power rangers how they took uh, yes the, all the power rangers footage and then they filmed their own angel grove yeah uh this is not the, the power rangers episode though and yeah definitely saw the muppet um show from time to time uh <laughs> but like you said after it had been out yeah, after it had peaked so um you even even as a kid you're watching things that you're like Oh, this is from a different time. Right. Like a little bit. And um, I've seen some of the movies, not all of the movies. Um, I've only seen one or two of like the more modern movies. And and that's it, really. I don't even I don't even think uh, Doodle has he, he kind of uh, we, you know, Disney Plus is super smart in that they have all their shows a little thumbnail. Right. And and so he just picks what shows he wants based on. Yep. A thumbnail until he starts learning how to say specific show names it keeps recommending the muppet ba- the new muppet babies to us but he is he is not uh called on that one yet I w- so i, I haven't, wouldn't do haven't it. seen it i wouldn't no. do it no okay um there's a lot of good stuff on there is there's a lot Disney of good plus stuff on for plus, yeah. uh, like for uh, for kids so so sketch um did, have you ever seen the original muppet movie the muppet movie i believe i have muppets take manhattan no great muppet caper maybe that's the one i'm thinking of great muppet caper Uh, there's an image that just seared in my brain of like piggy climbing up the side of a museum on a rope like batman style yeah yeah yeah. that's stuck in my brain but it is so which one's what's that's that's great that's great muppet caper okay that's the one i must have seen yeah um christmas carol obviously muppet treasure planet and then i saw the the new one the what was it just the muppets the muppets yeah with jason yeah. siegel yeah 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 i loved that i thought that was a i, I love that that was that featured very heavily in, in uh my wedding it did yeah definitely yeah it definitely did that was uh um, that was an early we can't agree of whether it was our first or second date but that was uh Elise and I's first or second date, depending on it was, what you it was judge by. Something it was formative. Something memorable. Yeah. It was a formative experience. Yeah, I, I think long-term listeners are dying to know where do you come down on this argument? Which do you think it was first or second? The 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 date. Wait, wait, going, you, uh, going to the Muppet first. first okay, yeah. and so she thinks I don't. It was second. I don't. The first one was just kind of like a a polite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were still casting a wide net. It was one of many dates you had that day. <laughs> Yeah, but to her, yep, but to exa- her, that yep, match everything. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Thanks, sketch. And then the second date was the Muppet. Muppets. Yep. Movie. Yep. Uh, okay. Perfect. We got it. <laughs> um, and then I think there's been more, but I don't think I've seen them. 
after I thought the Muppets yes was brilliant I thought it really brought them up the Muppets back to what they do best yeah introduced Strong 80s agree. robot to us which was just fucking brilliant oh yeah um and uh then they followed it up with muppets most wanted and that was it trash i did not see that one don't bother absolute don't bother. trash and pretty much everything after that also trash let me ask you this when did they introduce the little bunny the what, what's his name bennington uh, well, yeah so his name changes bunny? so he's bennington bunny bennington bunny he goes, I mean, he goes back to the Muppet show. Like they had a cadre of just Muppet animal characters. They had cows and penguins yeah. and bunnies and woodland creatures. He was one of many. And then in the little known uh, in that era in which um, Family Guy was canceled on Fox uh-huh. and then brought back, they had a cadre of of shows. Oh, yeah. Um, one of which was Craig the Bunny. Uh-huh. Um, and that was that, and that, that was, was him. him. He got renamed Craig, oh. Craig the Bunny, and he had his own show uh, in the same era where Firefly had a show. All the shows that mm-hmm. only lasted one season and were canceled. Yeah, uh, yeah. So Craig the Bunny. Yeah, Did you ever I, watch Craig the Bunny? I didn't watch Craig the Bunny, but I remember it was that meh. bunny. It was meh. Yeah, I remember that bunny's introduction to the gang as being one of the big things I saw. Yeah, and then uh, Pepe, uh, Pepe the King Prawn. He was kind of yeah. huge for a while. That oh, was, yeah, in that, was that's big. in that era of um, a very Muppet Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he features kind of heavily in that. Have you seen this is a stupid question. I don't know the answer, but have you seen the um, the Muppet show at uh, Disney? Yeah. Muppets, the Muppets 3D. Yeah, thing. it's it's awesome. It's amazing. So yeah, good. it's spectacular. It is it's fucking so amazing. Good. Yeah. One of the so smartest good. parts of that. The entire Swedish thing chef is the like, the fires Swedish a cannon. Chef. Through the back of oh. the one who's running the, the projector, projector. The, the lights in the back. Oh my gosh, that's Swedish. Fantastic. I love the Swedish chef, but if you really like look at that puppet, he's a two hand puppet, and the mm-hmm. hands are actual hands. They're not, yes, gl- they they're are. like human hands. They are and terrifying. They are terrifying, right? They are terrifying. Right? And also, I don't think he's actually Swedish. Um, I, I wrote I that in my notes. I think the Swedish for... chef. <laughs> I was, wrote that, like okay, suffered some right kind here. of traumatic brain injury, and I don't mean to be insensitive to people with traumatic brain injuries, but I think the Swedish chef has just like suffered some serious traumatic injury, and and they've just dressed him up as a chef. I don't think he's I have, actually I a have chef. Written in my notes here from the from the Muppet Family Christmas. <laughs> How does Shades feel about the Swedish <laughs> chef if he thinks my French accent is offensive? <laughs> Turkey worky in the bird to bird. Yikes. Yeah. Lucky the Swedes are Super so kind offensive. to the Muppets. Super offensive. My goodness. And creepy with the human hands. Creepy with the human hands. Yep. He's, he's probably... I mean, we're lucky he's so silly and goofy because he's probably... Chicky, chicky. Hands down, pun intended, the most terrifying. He is, the, he is terrifying. Yeah, he is haunting. Yeah, but you know what? He was. He's probably. He's a, he's, he's probably what, up there yeah. in my top five. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, top five they, Muppets. They, they do a lot of great things with him. Um, All in right. the intro before the the after the Muppets came out when they were trying to figure out what to do with you know the franchise, 
they released a number of shorts that on their YouTube channel that are just brilliant. And the Swedish chef had a number of like really good ones where they do like a barbershop that actually, I think wound up making it into the move, the actual movie where they do a barbershop quartet. They did like a series of those and they did like one where he's making popcorn and the whole kitchen explodes because he puts too much fucking popcorn and he puts it in everything. Sweets. The the microwave, he puts it in a kettle. The whole thing just turns into like popcorn. Um, Ah, he's, he's a good time. Yeah, he is a good. That's a good way to put it. He is a good time. Beaker. I love Beaker. Beaker. Honeydew. I mean, yeah. Poor Beaker. Yeah. Poor Beaker and Honeydew. They treated Beaker pretty well in Christmas Carol. Yeah. He did not get maimed. Or electrocuted. Or electrocuted or, yeah. or anything. I think yeah. they shrink his head in the, the Disney Muppets 3D yes. adventure. Yes, they do. Yeah, I Poor think they guy. shrink multiple parts of him. And then eventually it's uh, like yeah, the head the and that's what he's thing. wandering yeah. around with. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. It's horrific. Bunsen Honeydew. It's a great right? name. Isn't that? Isn't yep. that yeah, Dr. That's Bunsen a Honeydew. Name. That's a great name. Oh, okay. All right. Sketch, we're, we're where going, are we? We're just we're like going far down the Muppet, wow. the Muppet rabbit hole. Um, do you have any history on these, like on these two specific properties? I don't have any into- history on the Muppet family Christmas. And I mean, I scoured. Yeah. Um, I do have some history on uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. Following we'll Jim Henson's death in 1990, talent agent Bill Harbour or I'm sorry, Haber approached his son, Brian, with the idea of filming an adaptation of Christmas Carol. Uh, He said, it's the greatest story of all time. You should do that. And later informed Henson that he sold the idea to ABC as a television film. Longtime Muppets writer Jerry, uh, Jerry Jewell was hired to write the script and decided to insert Charles Dickens as a stand in narrator in order to maintain faithful, a faithful telling of the original prose in the material Henson stated that Gonzo was chosen because he was the least likely choice to play Charles Dickens. Yeah. I strong agree. (laughs) I strong agree. I'll I'll put Swedish (laughs) chef slightly above Gonzo. (laughs) That, that might've been, (laughs) that that might've been a ramp. Uh, Yeah. yeah, yeah. What the (laughs) F is going on in this movie? (laughs) Like, can you imagine? Oh my goodness. What is this drunk man telling us? Still pair him with Rizzo. (laughs) Oh, yes. I just have Rizzo just (laughs) dropping F-bombs all the time. I don't know what the F you're talking about, man. (laughs) Um, Rizzo was added to inject some humor and serve as the Greek chorus. Mm -hmm. Established Muppet characters were initially written to portray the ghosts with various accounts stating that Robin the Frog or Scooter was to be the ghost of Christmas past, Miss Mm -hmm. Piggy to be the ghost of Christmas present, and oh, sure. Gonzo before he was written to portray Dickens or Animal as the ghost of Christmas yet to come. I think Animal as Christmas yet to come would have been entertaining. I think that would have been a good one. And I also have this image of um, the robed figure just with Gonzo's nose just sticking out of the middle. And just doing that as the gag, like still silent, never speaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't look like yep. Gonzo at all, right. but just, just has the nose, nose sticking out so you know he's under there. Sure. But I still, still that would be second to what they did because I think what they did was perfect. Right. Uh, the idea was scrapped in favor of new Muppet characters that would be better underlying the ominous nature. Mm-hmm. After the script was submitted for approval to ABC, the executives of the Walt Disney Picture Company offered to purchase the script for a feature film instead of a television release. Nice. And this is before Walt Disney Company bought the Muppets right. in 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was the first... This is the first... Um, 
Muppet vehicle to be uh, produced and released by Disney. Mm. So this is this is their first pairing, even though they aired the Muppet Family Christmas on ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, English actors David Hemmings, Ron Moody, David Warner, and American comedian George Carlin were all considered to portray Ebenezer Scrooge. Can you imagine if George Carlin had been Ebenezer Scrooge? It would be. It would have a very different tone, but I'd still be on board. Yeah, in a very different way. Right. Right. Um, I kind of wish, like we, Carlin? like he, like he read some lines for it because I like, love. Uh, yeah, things. see his yeah. audition. Um. Yeah. Oh, that would totally change the the tone of it, and and so I get why they went with what they did. But I am so intrigued by that. This is my favorite casting. Henson later offered the role to Michael Caine, who replied, and I quote, <clears throat> "Not going to play this movie like I'm working in the Royal Shakespeare Company. I will never wink. I will never do anything muppety. I'm going to play Scrooge as if he's utterly dramatic role, and there are no puppets around me." And Michael you know Caine. what? He did. He did. That is exactly you never what he did. get that he's acting off. I love that he's like, I will never wink. I will never do anything muppety. But he does. He does sing at the end. He does sing at the end. You know, it, when he's introduced um, with the Scrooge song, you know, yeah. and you ne- you never see his face. You just see him walking right. through the crowds and everyone's singing around him about what he dicky is. And you're right. like, OK, well, he's you're all telling him he's a dick. Like, right. He's, He's not going to be that nice. But anywho, at the very end, you know, he kind of turns around. He's got that good grimace on his yes. face. Just lays down the Michael humbug. Kane. Yeah. Humbug. And first he says, humbug. Humbug. Michael Kane. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I'm just his like. name a lot. And I, yeah, he's like a Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon are based off of Michael Kane. <laughs> um, but like when he, when oh he just God. drops that, that just deadpan humbug i'm like oh perfect perfect this is like he's 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 the black hole that's needed in this chaos that is muppets all around him like that's such a great that is such a great descriptor yeah because like you need that if you're if you're gonna tell the christmas carol story right with muppets you need your scrooge to be yes totally scrooged oh and, and, and like, he was he just, totally scrooged like yeah. unlikable and i think that was unlikable. the thing yeah he is he's yes. unlikable yeah there's nothing redeeming about his scrooge and he's he's which he's, is the point of this the story that's like, it's the point of the story and yep. so they they nailed it in in their casting they they helped tell their story and he never did anything remotely muppety yeah he didn't he, <laughs> he was true to his word um, and he said he took inspiration for the role from, quote, Wall Street cheats and embezzlers. I thought they represented a very good picture of meanness and greed, unquote. Mm. Mm. I did like at the end of the movie when, um, you know, little tiny Tim is is at the party and he um, he falls down and Scrooge goes, what do we do when we fall down? <laughs> Master tiny Tim, we pick ourselves up. And Christopher Nolan was watching it at home and he went, oh, shit. There's my Alfred. There's my Alfred and a good line to use. I'm going to write that down. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, All right. Well, um, production took place at Shepard and Studios in England during filming in order to allow for the Muppets and human actors to be in the shot. 
floors had to be uh, moved and reinserted with Kane having to dance between narrow catwalks uh, and Muppet performers. Additionally, the buildings in London streets were constructed by hand, but of diminished size in order to achieve the appearance that the streets were relatively longer than they actually are. Mm. Uh, at the musical sequence, it feels like Christmas when it ends with there's this giant crane shot at the end of the movie. The short building has become very visible. But Brian Henson decided that, you know, even though they were aware of the problem during shooting, that it was such a good closing shot that they people would would not care. Yeah, and and I'm I'm with him on that, and and I did notice did, it. Did I, I, did I notice it? Yeah, but I I liked the effect of it. I, yeah. I it, it made it feel uh, literary. Like oh, I I was in I was in a story world, um, and not not necessarily like a you know, there's a fantastical element to this story, but it's it's grounded in so much real world. It is. Um, but I I felt almost like I was I was lifting out of the pages of the book at the very end. It's really interesting that they um, they did that with with d- diminished scale perspective. I didn't pick up on that in the in the film, um, but that's so smart. That was a big. There was like a fad in art, um, following the the Renaissance and the Baroque period, where like architects played around with that to mm. make buildings look larger than they yeah. actually were. And I went, I I saw one of them. Um, in a museum once and it like broke my mind because you were supposed to look down this hallway from, from a specific place and um, you do. And you're like, okay, that's, that's fine. And then they, then they, uh, they invite you to walk down the hallway and you walk oh. down it and it's like Willy Wonka. And you're like, Oh my God, what is happening? Yeah. That, it was really neat. So I, I'm, I'm just imagining being on that set and just like being constantly visually confused all the time. Um, and I love it. I love having that image in my head of Michael Caine tiptoeing around catwalks <laughs> and, 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 and blowing his brain on, yeah. on visual perspective <laughs> and just refusing to wink. Right. And Merry Christmas. Humbug. Humbug. Yeah. Uh, sketch, how much do you think this movie cost to make? I have, I mean, I have no idea what, what a Muppet movie would, I don't know what a Muppet costs. <laughs> Um, you know, like some fleece in a coffee can. Yeah, I mean, I have no. That's what the necks are. The necks are coffee cans. Oh, that's smart. Wrapped in fleece, yeah. It keeps it keeps them nice and sturdy, nice and rigid. Yeah. Um, I mean, can you give me a comparable something? Can you like? Can you say something else in this era? Um, in this era, well, uh, something that we did. Yeah. Uh, on this property, um, similar dollars. Um, by comparison, in 1988, Beetlejuice cost $15 million. Okay. I'm going to go with. Uh, they said a higher budget than Beetlejuice. I'm going to say $38 million. Good guess. Interesting. And I agree. I think it had a much higher production value. This movie cost $12 million to make. What? What? Is that, does that, isn't that just like absolutely batshit crazy when you that... consider all of the skets, sets and scale and... And Michael Caine? And Michael Caine. Yeah. Like how much did Michael Caine get paid for this? And, Basically and, nothing. And then you, and you got, you got Muppets and then you also have costumers 
making right? costumes, custom Sketch, costumes they, for the Muppets. They built that whole Victorian Dickensian London. I am shocked. I am right? shocked. That's all it cost. I agree. I am. Sh- I mean, talk about perspective. I mean, yeah. you, you look at this thing, you think it's this movie punches way above wow. its weight. Yes, it does. Big return I'm, on the investment. I am getting just more and more impressed with this movie the more we talk about it. Okay, so sketch. How much do you think this movie made? And I want to give you some comparison here. Yes, please do. Uh, Jim Carrey's version of A Christmas Carol made $325 million. $325 million. That's batshit crazy. Um, Bill Murray's Scrooged. Yeah. I fucking love Scrooged. Made $100.3 million. Yeah. How much do you think the Muppets version of A Christmas Carol I will say $250 million. Do you I'm go, Do you want to revise your guess at no, all? No, I want to go in between those two. Okay. I don't think I don't think they topped Jim Carrey's, but you they had a wider right. audience than than um than Bill Murray's, I would imagine. Uh interestingly, it made it made 27 point three million dollars that's it it is uh here is why walt disney pictures appeared to have high expectations for the film being their widest released film of the holiday season and the second widest release under the disney banner that year however the film opened in sixth place uh and it was up against um aladdin and home alone 2 That's that's tough. That's a tough that mark a to, kiss of to, death. to jump into. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's that's. Well, I wish I'd known that before making my uh, guess. And what I cannot wrap my head around is why they released Aladdin against Muppets. Like, yeah, I mean, that was their choice. that was a good idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they were trying to hedge their bets, where they like bought the Christmas mm-hmm. Carol, the Muppet Christmas Carol, and be like, we'll have the two biggest Christmas films of the, the season. I guess. Uh, Home Alone was Fox, which is now Disney. Now they own it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess they were trying to hedge their bets there. I mean, I'll be maybe this is controversial. I don't know. I mean, I'll just go out and say this: uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, to my mind, is a far better Christmas movie than Aladdin. And uh, so, <laughs> yes, I will agree with that. I, I, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, think I, hands, recommend you I don't think you'll find this, much uh, argument there season. from anyone's sketch. Well, you know what? It's 2020 and the internet exists. So I'm sure someone somewhere. Yeah, I was shocked it made such little money. Yeah, I am. I am legitimately surprised. This is just blowing my mind. The yeah, history of all this the stuff. episode. Do you have any all important internet scores on, on either of these? I two have things? all important internet scores for both Muppet Family Christmas and Muppet Christmas Carol. What do you want to start with? Muppet Family Let's Christmas? Fam- family Christmas, because that's what came first. Muppet Family, and I don't have any idea of how much money. It was eventually released on both VHS and DVD, although it is significantly altered. And this is a big, like, scandal among the uh, Muppet enthusiasts that yeah, Muppet Family Christmas... they the babies. Well, they also, like, took out um, a number... What, the recurring theme, uh, the recurring gag, and this is the icy patch in front of the door 
that everybody Did you slips see the on. Patch? They took out. They only do the first one. They took out all the rest. They took uh, it. That's what's so great about it. And they, is that it hits. It gets everybody. It gets every. Yeah, they took that out, and uh, and then they they took out one of the songs. Really? Yeah, I think one of the songs at the end. I can't remember which one. Why would you take things out for home release? I don't know. I think you'd add things in to home release. I think so. Okay, uh, was, Muppet I mean, Family Christmas. To be fair, I was only joking about the Ulysses cut, but we yeah. kind of did watch the Ulysses we, cut. We did watch the Ulysses the cut Family of Muppet Family Christmas. Yeah. Um, IMDb gives a Muppet Family Christmas an 8.1. Rotten Tomatoes, 81%. Um, 81% for a Muppet Family Christmas. And... 97% of Google reviewers fucking love this movie. Oh, sure, sure. Absolutely. Um, I gave it a 100. Oh, see, I didn't score it. Should I score it real quick? I gave it a perfect 100. Okay. Um, I'll give it a, a, a Christmas season. I don't want to, I don't want to ding it's it okay, for things. Sketch. Um, I'll give it a, um, I'll give it in in the realm of Christmas properties. Okay, so that yeah. that's that's key. Just like Hocus Pocus was in the realm of of, of Halloween, I'll give it a um, a ninety four. Okay, a ninety four. Um, once again in the realm of Christmas okay. properties that you could take in. I do. I don't really have anything to rant on. Um, it's, I've just, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing it to our next property. That's that okay. We're, that we're about to talk and that's about. fair. And, and I will just, I think I'm just going to get hot take. Here's my hot take. I think this is the best Christmas special mm-hmm. of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's one of the, I think it, it probably gets the Muppet. It's better than almost any other Muppet special mm-hmm. that's ever been made. It does not rely on any celebrity cameos. Nope. It is just like the characters from Jim Henson's brain onto screen. It perfectly weaves in every Muppet property that existed. Yeah. Um, and I remember that blowing my mind as a child. Yes. Like it was my first crossover event. Right. It was it was the Avengers endgame of its yeah. day. Yeah. It was the Arrowverse of my childhood. Uh, yeah. Uh, when the Sesame Street, when the entire Sesame Street crew shows up, I I still am just like, how the fuck did they get like a that many people underneath a stage? Yes, it's That's just it, it is mind boggling. Mm-hmm. And then also the Doozers and the Fraggles. Mm-hmm. It is it is just mind boggling that yeah. they pulled this off. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, that's that's my hot take on that. I think it is the best Christmas special of anything of all time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I and I say special because there is a difference between a Christmas special and a Christmas movie. Yeah, you said that to me yesterday and ever since you said it to me I was like, god damn it, Shades is is really right about that. Okay. Yeah. I hate admitting it, but in the in the spirit of giving. Yeah, there's a there's a big there's difference. A, there's a clear between, difference. There's a clear difference between a Christmas special and a Christmas movie. And I don't know mm-hmm. that like I can articulate succinctly what those differences are. No, I, I agree. I, I couldn't. But we'll work on that for next year. Yeah, but there is a there is a difference. And I I think there are uh and, and maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I think there I think everyone has a preference with which they lean. Mm-hmm. I lean to Christmas special. Sure. 
Elise leans to Christmas movie mm-hmm. and rarely do either of us ever like enjoy Agreed. like, well, I'll watch a Christmas movie and eh, okay. And she will watch a Christmas special. And eh, okay. A great example of this is a very, a very Murray Christmas on Netflix, which I just think is fucking brilliant. And it goes back to like the Christmas specials of um, like the 19, 19- 50s and 60s that are like mm-hmm. very kitsch and just filmed in a in a ballroom sure. with like famous people singing and mucking yeah, about yeah. and drinking yeah yeah and Classic. uh yeah and it and this is you know bill murray's avant-garde uh philosophical waxing on that if you haven't seen it it's on netflix it's brilliant I am definitely a Christmas special type kind of guy. Sketch. See, and it, ever ever you since mean... you said that, I don't I don't know which way I lean. I mean, I do I do not know which way I lean. Um, I mean, I'll take a stab at it in in that like a a special a, a Christmas special typically not always but typically takes uh, an established world or an established group of characters or an established story and does does something Christmas. You know, I I. I do like that, but I, I like Christmas movies too. Um, I, I honestly, do, you, you kind of sprung this notion on me yesterday mm, yeah. and I, I, I have not landed on either side of the fence yet. That's okay. I, I truly don't know. You don't have to. I'm not I saying prefer. like there are like two kinds of people in the world, people who like Christmas specials and people who like Christmas. I don't think it's like that black and white. I just like Christmas. There. Yeah, give me, give me Christmas either either movie or special. You'll I guess, take right it all. Now. You'll take, take it, it all. all, and I think that's fantastic sketch. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that. I don't think this is a is a a a, a last Jedi kind of moment line in the sand. Um, I am firmly Christmas cookie though, as opposed Strong. to uh, no Christmas cookies. Yeah, I do. I do enjoy I'm, a good Christmas I'm, cookie. I am pro Christmas cookie. Uh, uh, does that like, or I, what is I mean what is does anybody like fruitcake no no we, I mean stop you, sending you miss it. It, it makes great audio but we just watch the phones Nothing. none lit up not a single we're one. letting any any of you long term listeners call in we haven't announced our, our phone number but we if you like fruitcake you, you <laughs> probably have our number no one calls so I think no that just fixes it uh, yeah, I don't understand why it exists. I don't understand why people continue to send them. Please don't. Please stop sending me fruitcake. You have you serious question? Have you ever gotten a fruitcake? Yes, I've never gotten a fruitcake. Just fruit once, cake. just once, huh. and it immediately went into the trash. Yeah, in front of the person, and therefore <laughs> you you never get fruitcake ever again. Immediately into the yep. trash. I stayed up all night making this. Funk. Oh trash um don't let the door hit you on your way out you filthy animal that was that for yeah, a deep filth. cut yeah i know i want to you know that's not a real movie they filmed it it's a special, yeah, like, specifically for yeah uh for uh home alone and then it showed up again in detective pikachu yeah in De- yes detective. but it's a fake it's a it's fake a movie fake, it's a it's a movie scene made for a fictitious a, movie yes exactly i love that yeah i love that but this well is not the home alone this is episode. not the home alone episode um Oh, I didn't give it a score. Okay. Yeah, you got a score. no, I did give you it a score. Did, I gave it a ninety-four. Give it a score. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, should we go on to Muppet Christmas Carol? Christmas Carol. Yeah. Muppet, Muppet Christmas, Christmas Carol. IMDb gives it a seven point seven. What? Rotten Tomatoes 
critic score 76 percent fan score 85 percent okay 95 percent of google Mm -hmm. reviewers fucking love this movie yeah i gave it 94 hey look at you yeah I gave it a ninety. Did you? Did, well, okay. I, you know what I gave it? What? Hundred. Oh, look at. Well, I gave it hundred. I think you're a Christmas movie kind of guy. I'm a Christmas movie kind of guy. I mean, um, th- this is again. And this only is because, only because, compared to a Muppet Family Christmas. Yeah, and that's me. That's me compared to a Muppet Family Christmas. I like if I'm gonna watch one of these two like every year. Um, I I think I would go with Christmas Carol. Okay. I mean, I just like the story of Christmas Carol. I think the Muppets do it very well, very smartly. It hits a wide audience. Um, and I really don't have anything negative to say. I really don't have anything negative to say about the other one either. It's at this point, it's really just like a gut feeling. Yeah. But, but give me an option to watch both right now. Which one am I going to flick on? M- Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, uh, same that's, same that's thing. Which one am I going to flick on? Muppet Family Christmas. Now you ask me this in 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 May, you know, I might feel differently. <laughs> but when I'm watching around Christmas, oh, solid hundred, yeah, love it, love it, yeah. I I I think we set upon it, sketch. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I like the way you were like, you were like, I'm not saying there are sides, and you don't have to pick a side. And then you're like, uh, you've picked a side. But no, I'm just just saying, just clearly on our reasoning. On yep. our reasoning for why we gave each one a score, I agree. I would I would say you you, you lean a little bit to that persuasion, but you can I, love I both. You can do. you can love both of them. Sketch, and we're I will the, I will gleefully watch a Christmas movie and enjoy it, the shit out of it. We're, like, we're, I will um, I will even watch uh, Home Alone three and enjoy the shit out of that. Yeah, I not we're the strongest there. not the strongest we're, vehicle in that franchise. We're, we're getting there on the Home Alones, but um. Yeah, Christmas Carol. An early Scarlett Johansson really vehicle. It was. Yeah. It was. Guys, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess let's let's get into I mean, we, we spoiler alert. We really don't have a lot of rants. No. I mean, what is and there to rant about? There was and it's Christmas and what are we going to rant they're about? They're not long enough. Yeah. <laughs> and they're and they're you know, they're 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 so a Muppet family Christmas is just like, it's just so pure and it's like, it perfectly it exists is. within the Muppet universe. And it's just like, it's just pure concentrated Muppetness. And, and then Christmas Carol is based on like a, an established well-known story. Like yeah. what, what are we going to rant on here? I will say if you don't, if you don't like a Christmas Carol. Yeah. You're, you're in for a tough watch. I, I bet you are, but I can't put that on them for that. Right. And I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. But I like A Christmas Carol. It's like, it's so, it's like the dark, the dark sheep. No, the black sheep. black sheep. Or the dark horse. Those are the two animals of which you, um, of like Christmas stories. You know? Very much. What are you used to? Santa and angels. Reindeer. Gift giving. And ghosts. Whoa, whoa. A man who is Carol. A man who has shown the worthlessness of his life and the abject absence of legacy that he will impart on the world. And mistletoe and fruitcake. You know, like it's just like meaningless of your frivolous existence. It's like Christmas Carol, you're coming out strong. You are coming out strong against like Rudolph and Frosty, like 
chill child like death 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 poverty and not only child death but 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 aftermath of child death yeah like we don't we what the heartbreaking thing about about um a christmas carol not just the muppet version is that like you know we don't see tiny tim die we, we, see we the know it has on the family and yeah and then we see yeah we see the effect oh that's just heartbreaking oh in yes. an effing christmas story yeah that's tough that is tough and then the muppet christmas carol like it, it it hit that scene out of the park like i have one gripe with the muppet christmas carol go ahead when Scrooge, not even a gripe, when Scrooge goes to visit his nephew. Mm-hmm. In real life or in Ghost of Christmas present in, time? In Ghost of Christmas present. Okay. Mm-hmm. When he takes him to see his nephew. Sure. The nephew the is, suppo- if I remember the book correctly, mm-hmm. the nephew is supposed to say like glowing things about him. Mm-hmm. Because Scrooge hate it. Scrooge is supposed to hate his nephew because his sister died in childbirth. Oh, interesting. That's and that's sad. what Scrooge holds against his nephew. Fred. Yeah, that's fair. Um, mm-hmm. And Fred is only ever supposed to be like kind and loving and generous toward him. Yeah. Um, and Scrooge is his benefactor, right? So mm-hmm. he like looks after and, and looks out for Fred his whole life and and fred like throws that all away and doesn't want to go into you know being a a money lender and just embraces like the joy of life and in in this telling they like fred is always very nasty to him and like sarcastic Mm -hmm. and that i was like oh that's that was an interesting choice it was an interesting choice yeah it's a good point i didn't think of that when i was watching it kind of broke the story for me yeah because it is it really is the only version of the telling that i can think of yeah where they go that direction. Um, also, Fred did a great job. The actor. Oh, yeah, he's fantastic. Yep. Uh, it was really good, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's a little it's a little. Oh, it's tiny. But it was it's it, tiny. You know, it's like I have tiny, I have tiny little things. I have tiny little things in in, in, uh, in the other one, which which, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Sure. But uh do you want to rave first? I mean, like, I don't oh, have any sure. official race. But I mean, just, that that's my rant. Out for that is my yeah, that's rant. your one rant. Okay. What do you what do you want to rave about? Um, I, I we already raved about Gonzo being our narrator. I super smart. Uh, let's stick with Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, Gonzo being the narrator, super smart. Um, the the ghosts, the ghosts, the ghosts are, are awesome. On like the the ghost of Christmas past is terrifying yes terrifying thank you it is like it is like it is muppets are supposed to be covered in felt this Mm -hmm. one i don't know how they did it it looks like a porcelain doll it's not um and it's the ghost of a child Mm -hmm. like haunting first like creepy child a doomed child one might say yes a doomed child this Um, episode brought to you by doomed children apparently (laughs) that's not guys that's not on us that they they chose they that chose, was a choice. Yes, it was a, and not it was ours. A, it was an interesting choice, an interesting but it was a choice, choice nonetheless. Um, a doomed, like porcelain-faced child that's like very ethereal. Yes, it is haunting. 
It is haunting. It is, it is, is by far the most terrifying of all of spirits. And, and that's what I wanted to get to when uh, when when you were talking about uh, the, co- the ghost, ghost of, of Christmas Christ- yet to come. Oh. And, and it is rightfully yeah. terrifying. Ghost of Christmas Past is more terrifying. I, I would... 10 times out of 10, I would... Jumping out the fucking I would, window. I would, I would absolutely turn to the ghost of Christmas is yet to come for comfort <laughs> right. when the ghost of Christmas <laughs> past shows up at my doorstep. <laughs> I mean, that little child is oh. terrifying. And you're right. The way the hair moves and like the, the oh. clothing, like it always feels like it's like underwater. Water. Yeah, and like drowns movement. Yeah. And I'm, I'm always kind of like, all right. I mean, we're so used to calling these ghosts from so many stories, but I mean, they are spirits. I mean, it's not necessarily the ghost of a of a child, right? But it sure goddamn feels sure like feels it. Sure feels like it. Yeah. You know. Um, oh, oh, but then I love the the ghost of Christmas present. Yes. Like like the full suit. Like, and, and there you go. There's an there's an instance of of Muppet legs. Yes. Okay. I'm okay Do with Muppet that. legs like that. If it's, it's like a, a sweetum size, a sweetum sized Muppet. Yeah. I'm okay with. Yeah. Then I'm I'm fine with that. And Don't like, give me the little noodle legs. Good on them that they like the the aging effect that they did. Yeah, the with aging them. was great. Like they um, spared no expense on that. Like there there's your twelve million right there. Yeah, and I like how they talk about how, and you know it comes from the source material, but they you know like he gets one. This yeah. is his one this Christmas. Is one Christmas. And then, you know, he, all of his brothers have come before him yep. and there'll be more coming after him. Um, and yeah, and then the final one is just, you know, but we spent a lot of time with the little child one. We do. You know, because there's a lot of Scrooge backstory that we, right. we go through. Thankfully, we don't spend a lot of time with Ghosts of Christmas Future. Right. Because, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty spooky. It's pretty spooktacular. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's so gaunt, too. Like, a yeah. lot of times when you see a Ghost of Christmas Future, it's like, it's like a hulking kind of thing mm-hmm. on stilts. This was, it's, it's an interest, the proportions are very interesting. It's the, the, you know, the person underneath it is, you know, flat footed. It's not exceptionally taller than michael kane mm-hmm. but it's it's just long and gaunt yeah yeah like, no, it's, it's, there's it's, nothing to like the arms yeah and once again 10 times out of 10 that's my that's my the muppet one, of comfort muppet of comfort that you're going to if if my other option is spirit of christmas best because spirit of christmas presents not hanging around very long no you know right when you need him he's gone he's gone yeah and all you're left with is christmas, christmas past and man. christmas past just got more powerful <laughs> you absorbed another one no. <laughs> uh sketch uh do you have do you have a, a rave that you always talk about yeah i mean again i mean the gonzo thing definitely big gonzo's just fucking um, like i mean He's working hard. He's chewing some scenery. He's chewing scenery. He's making it so relatable to every age level. Right. I mean, could because there's definitely like silly shtick things that right. he does for for the kids. There's definitely like uh I wish I had an example on the top of my head, but there's definitely um references to the original text yes. that he's doing, like for the people who really know the story. Right, right, right. There is him 
ogling the chickens for the pervs yeah. in the audience. Like he's 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 hitting everybody. The, he's the perfect host for this. The ghost of Christmas yet to come shows. I was like, uh, uh, we're 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 oh yeah, They're we're like, out of yeah, here. We'll, we'll see you at the we'll, we'll see meet at the, you at the finale. finale. Yeah, we'll see you at yeah. the finale. And you know what? True to their word, they they, they don't show up again until, until the, the very finale, end. Yeah. And when they show up again, they say, "We, we told you, we told we'd be you. Back. yeah, here we are." Um. I mean, that decision was just brilliant. We, we've talked about Michael Caine. I mean, we've kind of talked about all of my raves about this particular movie, like in just talking about it. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I mean, A Christmas Carol to me is just so Christmassy anyway. The, that Victorian age Christmas story. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it, but it just... And maybe that has something to do with the fact that we live in New England and that just really feels Christmas to me. Yeah, I'll but, say this. Uh, yeah. I don't like it when they try and up like tell this story in present times. I don't like it when they try and do a modern adaptation of A Christmas no, Carol. I agree. And, uh, you know, here here in my neck of the woods, uh, we have a resident theater company uh, in Providence. And uh, they do A Christmas Carol every year. And... Um, I'm always, I'm always like my heart kind of just like sinks when inevitably they like set it in the 1950s or set it in present day. It's like, just, okay, you tried something, but it works best when they set it in the appropriate time period, I find. And it's so interesting because when it is set in the appropriate time period, this story feels timeless and as soon as you stick it in another yeah. time period, it feels so, so inauthentic. Yeah. You know, dated that you're inauthentic. Yeah. And so the fact that they chose to go authentic with the Muppets on this, Big I mean, rave. is is that was that the easiest way for them to do it? No, but it was definitely the right the, the right choice. And um, the penguin ice skating competition. The penguin ice skating, yeah. and you know what? Annual. Every once in a while, Gonzo um, throws in like a little reference that we that we would understand. And sure, the rats at the beginning are trying to wear Hawaiian shirts. Hawaiian shirts, shirts. yeah. When they, they have say it's warm, but, okay. But other than that, I mean, like no other character breaks right the, the illusion that this is of that time. And in big yeah. grave, big grave. And like I said, we've talked about the other things I, I I wanted to talk about with like the the production quality. Like you've talked about it even more than I knew, <laughs> with like the perspective and and everything, and like and the costumes on these little Muppets and like the costuming in Muppet Christmas Carol is on point. Sometimes yes. like Muppets are often unclothed mm-hmm. just because they're Muppets, yeah, uh, they and often be. often the clothing that they wear is 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 not up to spec let's say yeah yeah this or like good. you'll give you'll give them like a prop clothing like okay right. this character has a bow tie right or this character is wearing a hat so you know right. that it's like tiny tim no they're completely dressed as if they are actors on a stage right yeah, yeah. in these little tiny custom yeah suits it's, that you would never ever 12 million dollars yeah it's 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 bonkers it is yeah. as bonkers as beetlejuice yeah 100 you, i gave it 100 yeah I think it's well deserving. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rave a little bit from up at Christmas Carol. Sure. Um, that many characters 
that many voiced characters on stage or screen, however they are shooting it, whatever applies. I don't know. Uh, it, it, and the, the, the whole thing is all about just how many creatures there are mm-hmm. and how little space there is, but it never feels overcrowded. No, they Here we are hanging in this closet. Have, we're hanging in the coat closet on hangers, but it just doesn't feel overcrowded. You know, no. it's it the the farmhouse somehow accommodates the Muppet Show, Sesame Street, Fraggle Rock. They're all in there. It's and they don't and it all works somehow. Nobody feels lost. It's and always the Muppet story, but like even when Sesame Street shows up, it doesn't feel like they're just trying to like cram Sesame Street in. No. They fit organically. That's we've talked about. That's hard to do. That's really yeah. hard to do. And they do it well. Yeah, because and we didn't really talk about it much in this episode, but like Muppets have a very different feel than Sesame Street. Very, very. They should and, not work together. And they just show up and we're all good. Blend right in. We're all good. We're all family. And that's what's so great about the, the Muppet family Christmas special. It really is. Thank you family that that was my next point there is something about this like when you're watching it you feel a part of what is happening like you feel like you're there in the farmhouse which i think is also really hard to do Mm -hmm. but i think it was intentional and it it really does it well like i don't and i don't know what it is about it but i think more so than any other special that's that's crafted like this it works really well and it pulls you into it that you feel like you're you're in the thick of it and part of the story. Well, like I said, when I watched it again after so many years of not watching it, it felt like seeing a family member right. that I haven't yeah. seen in so long. Um, and and they they do the so many different relationships so well because right. you know you obviously have the Kermit and, and Piggy thing going on where Piggy's right. not there and trying to get in the storm you have these new characters not new to us but new right. to the the group doc and sprocket who are who are becoming part of this family and you have uh the fraggles intertwined as kind of like this this almost mythical right place that exists that like that like kermit has told his nephew about and oh they find evidence of it and it, they blend in like right. it has all of these familial relationships done really well yeah. in films. And it's the, it's the only time. And, and you, you touched on this in a Christmas special. Like it somehow takes a familiar thing that we, that we know and, and love and are familiar with and it sets them against the backdrop of something. This is the mm-hmm. f- only time that all of the the Muppet universes cross over. It's the only time that a Muppet goes down to Fraggle Rock. It's the only time a Fraggle comes into like uh, or interact with Sesame Street. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really, you know, it accomplishes the, it breaks the thing that we know in such a way that it it still feels familiar and new and special. Yeah. When Sesame Street shows up and like all, everyone comes in, I'm like, you know at first you know my little tiny little elementary school mind was blown because yeah. this is a giant crossover right and then and then the second thing is it's like yeah they would all know each other of course they of they course they would know each be other. family and spend the holidays together yep. um and it's you still feel brilliant. that you still feel that here we are in our 
mid to late thirties and yep. you still feel it. I still feel it. And I will, I will just say like, I will still like rewind the last scene of Jim Henson washing dishes with Sprocket. Oh, that's the, uh, that's the other big rave I have of it. The fact that Jim Henson has a cameo yep, and it's like, in it, and it's yeah. the perfect cameo too, yep. where he's just like, I love in to the see background. them all have a good time together. Yeah. Big rave, big giant yeah. rave there. It's perfect. Um, yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, because I forgot about that until I rewatched it, and then then it all flooded back to me. That part flooded back to me. I forgot yeah. that he was actually pictured in it. Yeah, that's a big rave. That's a heartwarming. I think that rave. might be his only on screen. Interesting. Yeah. Well, he saved it for a good one. Yeah, definitely. That's 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 the one to have. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any gripes or, or rants? For I don't Muppet really have any rants. I, I have a couple big questions. Okay. Which, which which would kind of ding. You know, it that that's what gives me the ninety four. Okay. Shall we should of, we transition to big questions? Big keys. Yeah, because because no rants. No rants. No in, no rants. In the you had a tiny gripe, and I have no rants. Okay. So BQs. Um. My biggest big question is why did why do why does all of Sesame Street come to Emily Bear's house? <laughs> that connection isn't established. They're invited. But but who invited them? <laughs> because Emily question. didn't. Emily right. did not and Emily did not invite. I mean Emily was taking surfing lessons in California. She, yes, she was about to leave for California. I mean, similarly, like then did she just I forget their names, the two older guys who were Stantler and Warlock, Waldorf. She also invited them over, like herself. Yeah, she calls and invites them. Yes. So she calls them. I don't know who invites the Sesame Street. It they kind of show up as carolers. Right. But and then come in, it's which the, I'm fine with. Sesame Street gang. I'm I'm totally he okay with that. Here's carolers. But it is just like, why did they pick this one house? Yeah, and it was why, the only why house there. They, why were they dropped off so far away <laughs> that they had to march through the <laughs> through the forest? They uh, they walked all the way from Sesame Street. That's what it really felt like, right? Like, and this was halfway there. between the Muppet Theater and Sesame Street. Meanwhile, I truly feel like uh, Miss Piggy's chauffeur died in that storm. Oh yeah, like like yep. he's dead. Yeah, he was his. The car was blown away. He's yes. he is he was fed to the sled dogs mangled. that she was yeah. she was going to give to Doc yep. just waiting. That's. Um, yeah. but, but Sesame Street people just <laughs> Jerome, <laughs> Jerome the, the chauffeur. She fed him to the the sled dogs. Oh, oh, let me okay, let me backtrack again because I forgot another rave I have about Muppet. Family Where did she get the costume for Doc? I don't know. She, she how just, did she know his size? She has many. She has like just that was just one of many. She costumes. Was a hammer space of an infinite yeah. hammer space of costumes. For now, now let me say this rave before before we we get further because okay. I'll forget about it again. I effing loved. I don't know what it was. Not a plot. Not B plot. Maybe C plot. <laughs> the Swedish chef is going <laughs> to turkey? cook Big Bird. Oh, yeah. like like the, the t- like. Okay, gorbla, so gorbla, you, if if you're if you're used to the Swedish chef, you know that he's always looking for food to to cook. To cook. So like the, the the turkey shows up and like he's hunting the turkey throughout the whole episode until 
the Sesame the Street turkey, gang shows up, the turkey and the turkey sells out Bigford. Uh, the turkey just like opens the door. He's like, "Listen, you can have me, or feast your eyes on this." That. And the Swedish chef loses his fucking mind. <laughs> Throws like, the pan over the roasting pan <laughs> over his head. The sink explodes. And I am like, I saw, and I'm like, I'm They're like thunderclaps on board he, with yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want a side, like, I would love just to see like a side, like, short about the Swedish chef hunting Big Bird. Yes. And, and I'm thinking, like, if you're watching this thing just as a very young kid who knows Sesame Street, and then are like, <laughs> oh, Sesame Street is going to be in the special. Let's watch it. Oh my God. They're going to kill the Swedish Big Bird. chef is going to fucking kill Big they're Bird to serve Big Bird at dinner. <laughs> can you uh, imagine like what that was? Can you just like imagine this giant, like roasted Big Bird with like the white ends on the, the leg I mean, drumsticks? All, all I can say is with that many people there, that's the, the only way they're going yeah, to cut it. It was only going to be Big Bird. Done. Yeah. Um, but I, I effing loved that. Like so I just, that was probably to me the best interaction between Muppet and Sesame, and Sesame Street, Street, like yeah. worlds combining. Yeah. And then, um, uh, uh, Big Bird gives him, uh, chocolate covered, uh, bird, bird seed. seed. Yeah. Yep. And that melts his heart. Yep. And he's, he's like, oh, I won't and they it. have a vegetarian thing, uh, yep. dinner, yep. Christmas yep. dinner. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I guess my yeah my my biggest question for the Muppet Family Christmas is just like <laughs> what? I love that they showed up. I love that they're caroling, oh, but God. we've like established that Emily Bear is like way out this there. Pre like Google Maps. Yep. This is like the, these are this is pre MapQuest. Yeah, you've got to have a road atlas map. of the United States. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> And they're just walking through the woods. Uh, yeah. Well, my question is how how do Fraggles work that they can just like the the, the it seems that Fraggle holes are like uh, the Bifrost Bridge. Yeah. Uh, it, it does very much feel just, like that. It just appears anywhere, and they emerge you, from that um, spot, just like Fraggle Rock see, is, a, is like a finite place. Did you ever see Howl's Moving Castle? Yes. It reminds me of the door the from door Howl's from, Moving yeah. Castle. That just like you, the That's opening the, it's the shows TARDIS. up in various the TARDIS. Yeah, the, yeah. It's the TARDIS like the, door yeah. moves, but the TARDIS yeah. is stationary. The TARDIS stays the yeah. same. Yeah, exactly. Um, which also doesn't I'll, make sense when the TARDIS is like flying down the road and shit, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. This is not the Doctor Who episode. This is not the Doctor Who episode. Here, here's another. Um, th- this is a question you might actually know the answer to because I just don't know the answer to this. Who is Robin's parents? <laughs> I have. N- does no nobody idea. know? Like, is is it just um, like established? Like, they just made a nephew. Robin is give... Kermit's nephew. Yeah, who came to stay with Kermit uh, sometime during the Muppet Show. Yeah, uh, and it's Kermit's sister. Okay, so Kermit and has a sister. Kermit has a sister. I don't think she's ever appeared on anything. Okay, so it re- he really is just like a satellite nephew. Yes, without a family attached. Correct. That was see that was a legitimate big question that I'm just yeah and 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 Tiny Tim was meant to be Robin that was like Robin playing yes. Tiny Tim okay but then and there Tom. was also Peter there was also Peter which was another my, random frog nephew that we've never seen before and that's that's my next big question how come how do Kermit's, you, 
family I don't, don't have his eyes. I don't think that that a frog and a pig can produce frog and pig offspring. Shades, I don't want to alarm you here. I don't think that. I know that. <laughs> After years of experimentation, I've yet to get an amphibious bacon substitute. I mean, um, that was bonkers that there were like all of these little pigs and frogs. Yeah, and like, okay, and, and and you have to think. And, I mean, well, here's the answer to, to that. Think about it. They were cast that way because this was a, a just a telling where they were playing. That, my okay, favorite, my favorite Gonzo them. wall break is when uh, Sam the American Eagle is playing Scrooge's oh, yeah. headmaster. Is yeah. like business. It's the American, American way. way. Uh, Sam, uh, the British way. Yeah. And yep. also, Sam has my favorite line of Muppet Family Christmas, where they just like pan to him, and he just looks right down the barrel of the camera. Why am I here? Yes, <laughs> Sam is good. I I never got Sam as a kid, and I relate way more to oh, Sam. I now. love Sam the American Eagle. Yeah. Yep, yeah, but yeah, Kermit has such iconic eyes. He does so much so that they they have that new species of frog that was that was discovered that has similarities to kermit's fry oh is that true yeah and they named him after kermit oh i had Um, i did not know this yeah 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 google it uh real life kermit frog and you'll see it um yeah yeah it is it is it it does deposit a world in which oh my goodness yeah isn't that cool and this is a this is a newly this is recently discovered frog (laughs) And that has, is Jim. What did what did I mean? Jim Henson knew Jim. Obviously. I mean, Jim Henson did a lot of drugs. Yeah, um, he, he saw this frog. He saw this. Um, this. Wow. Wow. The funny. The funny wow. thing is, I mean, it looks just like Kermit. Right. It the almost color, looks genetically everything. engineered. To That's be what I'm saying. Like I like. Is it possible that like it's scientists so crazy. in the lab made this frog? I don't know. I guess that's a big question. I guess that's a big question. I mean, it is striking. Sketch. Here's a here's a big question. This am I interrupting a big question of no, yours? Here's a big it. question. What the fuck does Kermit wear around his neck? Yeah, because that's not a frog part. It's not a frog part. That's it's, not like frogs don't have frills. What? He's not a Dilophosaurus. Yeah. Like what I is? Want, I want to see a scene where he where it where it just <laughs> pops up and he spits venom at Newman. <laughs> venom in your face like what yeah. what is that is it a lily yeah. pad oh maybe that's what it is, is he maybe wearing a lily pad a lily around pad. his neck because other frogs in again like without his eyes other frogs also don't have that little neck frill they don't it is it is a question but it is something that has made him iconic kremit the frog kermit the frog here kremit Waka waka. Um, uh, yeah. uh, oh, well, I was going to say one other thing, but I, I guess I forgot it. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. How do you feel about Miss Piggy? Not a fan. Yeah, I have always found her so annoying. Never. I, I've never liked Miss Piggy. I the most plausible thing in the Muppets that was that Kermit and Piggy did not stay together. And yeah. they, they they were they were estranged. oh yeah, yeah. Was like, in the, yeah in the movie good good decision kermit i was like kermit yeah good you're, decision you're, you 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 cut you that dodged way, a man. bullet there yep because mm-hmm. honestly i know it's a big gag but she's she's kind of toxic 
she is. Yeah. She's not, well, kind and she's, of. And she she's is abusive. Toxic. Like, she's very physically abusive. Yes. Oh, Piggy. Not We're coming fan. down hard on Piggy. Not a fan. All right, here's my last here's my last big question. Do you remember? And I know you do. So also, what happened to Scooter? Or Skeeter? Uh, Scooter? So Ske- Skeeter. Skeeter's the, the boy. Yes. Skeeter is is the nephew of the person who owns the Muppet Theater. And he has He's a twin Kermit's sister. Best friend. It's, he so Scooter only existed in Muppet Babies. Exactly. She was a new character for Muppet Babies because they didn't they they wanted to have more female characters, and she never made the jump from Muppet Babies to live action Muppets. That, that's which is a shame. Interesting because in Muppet Family Christmas they make puppet versions of the Muppet Babies. It's yeah, they the do. Only time we ever and see them on screen. Well. And there is no scooter. No. And Muppet Family Christmas would have been the ideal to introduce her vehicle to bring her in. Yep. And 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 I agree with the Muppet baby decision of like they all need, we have yeah. is Miss Pig. We need another girl character. Let's right. show more facets other yes. than this pig. Um and I, I also w- thought I, I I thought that too in and I think that's what made me think of where is Scooter? Because in in Family Christmas you have Miss Piggy, and you have the, the musician and at Janice. Yep, and that's and it. And you have and you have Emily Bear. Yep, that's it. And then everyone else was dudes. Yep. And Whole I was like, bunch of dudes. And I and that's when I thought, wait, Scooter should be here. Wait a minute, I've never seen Scooter as a three dimensional actual puppet. So that I will say that's some that's probably the one thing that the new Muppet Babies has done well. They've really fleshed out the or fleeced out the uh, felt it out. Waka waka. Um, They've really, you know, expanded the cast in a meaningful way. I know they added a penguin. Yep. I saw the penguin on the on the thumbnail. Yep. Any scooter still in it? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. So she wasn't cut for the new. Okay, good. Well, then justice for Scooter. scooter that is going to be our that's the hill we're going to die on that's what's going to bury this podcast is that we're, we're not going to rest until we get we get scooter in felt let's see what happens that's what we need hasn't happened yet yeah she be, was the sporty she was the sporty muppet she was the sporty muppet she yeah. was the only Muppets aren't really sporty no that's i mean have problem. you seen their legs like yeah. you know but scooter i have they're haunting maybe she had a sport related waste up we don't only yeah muppets from the waist up only yeah. all right well i mean if you take away anything from this episode it's it's uh justice for scooter we we need to find scooter that would i would watch the shit out of a new muppet movie where it's just like skeeter finding his long lost twin sister <laughs> you know like i really truly would sketch i think that brings us to All right, you want to start us off uh, on this? Uh, sure, this I'm gonna, I'm gonna, holiday? I'm gonna stick, I'm gonna make, do two recommendations. Whoa, what am, a gift! I am going to recommend the Hebrew Hammer. Oh man, I saw that like so many years ago. But the Hebrew so Hammer. It is. There are there aren't a lot of Hanukkah themed special slash no. movies out there, uh, and this is uh, 
it's a good one. Yeah, I think the other I mean, one is I, I mean, Eight I, Crazy I saw Nights. It is the Adam so Sandler many years ago? But yeah. I I do remember laughing. I enjoy it. It's a good time. Um, yeah. not what fun for the say? whole family, but no, it's, it's not an all family. It's really thing. smart. It's, it's not a Muppet Christmas Carol. It's not a Muppet. It's not. It's not a. Don't don't let the kids watch that one. But it is. It's it's so smart. It's so poignant, and uh, I, I just laugh out loud. Funny. And then I will also recommend uh, 2014. Uh, I just saw it on Netflix. It's called Get Santa. And uh, it just, just, wow. What a what a great, small, self-contained movie. I think I recommended Christmas Chronicles last year. And what I said about it was like, yeah, a great self-contained, like fun vehicle. And like Kurt Russell is a, a great, a great. And then they made a sequel to it. And I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. Um, but Get Santa is a very similar um, idea of Santa gets arrested and and um, uh, father recently released from prison uh, has to reunite with a, you know son and save Christmas and uh, Warwick Davis is in it uh, and it was fantastic and uh, who plays Santa oh man um, uh, Jim Broadbent plays Santa. Uh, Jim Broadbent, fantastic, um, fantastic actor, and he man, I just want to see him. I just want to see him play Santa um, right. for the rest of I'll his check career. That one out. I, I haven't seen it, nor have I ever heard of it. So and, uh, it, I had never heard of it either. It's British. For the wreck. It's British. Okay. It's fantastic. Uh, there are a lot of ref- uh, references that you might not get because uh, you know every every culture seems to have their own where Santa lives and Santa's powers and how Santa mm-hmm. gets letters and all those things. And, oh sure. Uh, but Warwick Davis was just I mean he brought it yeah. and it makes me excited for Willow. Wow. Um, Words you never thought you'd say. Yeah. So the Christmas miracle. I mean the combination of Warwick Davis and Jim Broadbent acting because Jim Broadbent is like six five and and warwick Dave, davis not six five um not six five. and so just the two of them against each other and they really sell it jody Whitt- whitaker plays the the mom cool um current doctor uh plays the mom and uh yeah all right it was fun I'll take, I'll it was very it fun i think i think you'll enjoy it if you give it a watch it's uh yeah. streaming on netflix right now perfect that's the kind of things i like Yep, and it's a nice little standalone, no cutscene. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Very good. Sketch. What do you recommend? All right. Well, I, I feel like I should give two recommendations as well. So I'll re- I'm going to recommend a song first. It's my favorite holiday song. Okay. That I don't think a lot of people know about. It is. It's from. Um, you know, one of my favorite my favorite band is Bare Naked Ladies. They have a they have a holiday album. They do. It's Bare very Naked good for the holidays. And my favorite holiday song is Hanukkah Blessings. It is oh, okay. I mean, there are few Hanukkah songs right. to choose from, and I think the 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 uh, Bare Naked Brothers Holidays Hanukkah Blessings song is just absolutely beautiful. It's just a it's just a gorgeous song, and and. You know, I don't um, celebrate the holiday. I'm not that familiar with the the significance uh, of things, but you you get the uh, like the beauty of the the spirit of the holiday in that song, and it's just it's just a gorgeous song. So if you're looking for a new Hanukkah song that you haven't heard before, 
try Hanukkah blessings by okay. Barry Ladies. I will do that sketch. And I am going to recommend the the new Star Wars holiday special that came out on Disney Plus. It is the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Is it, it is, a Lego retelling of the Star Wars holiday special? This is why. Or is I'm it original content? It. it is original content. Um, it it takes place in you know the in the new trilogy. It it takes place basically where our characters ended in in after um, Rise of Skywalker. Interesting. But there is a time traveling element to it, so you do see other components. Um, it's Lego Star Wars. <laughs> um, it ties everything together. And the biggest rave I have for it is it brings back Life Day and Chewie's family. <gasps> Interesting. And for that alone, I think it's worth watching. How old is Chewie's kid? Uh, still a kid. <laughs> um, but the fact that they thought enough to actually include like it's it's legitimately the same characters his grand or his father his wife and his son his like son. they didn't just like oh this is chewy's family oh, and they're coming God. for life day no it's the family <laughs> from life day. um and the fact that they were willing to go that route i think is worth worth a watch i think it's less than an hour long it's funny okay. it's um there were definitely points parts that are a little cringy, but there are also definitely parts that are that are like clever and funny and the, it's worth a watch. The Lego watch stuff the is season. hit or miss with me. Yeah. Uh, but I'll give it a shot, sketch. Yeah, I think this one is is uh, is worth a worth a okay. worth, worth a little walk. Watch I there. will go down that route. If hole. only just to give Chewie's family like a little <laughs> more screen time than than they've ever had before. Sketch, we got through this whole episode without saying anything about the Mandalorian. I'm proud of us. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, we're saving it because we want to talk Mandalorian um, in earnest. I mean, I will just say, fuck you, Ryan Johnson. And just the the thing I have said to people who have seen it is, see, was it was it that hard to give us what we wanted? Right. And make it good. Yeah. Like you didn't have to subvert expectations to make like good good story yeah you can, the, you can still give the audience what they want and the make big it criticism awesome. is that this this universe has existed outside of canonical mm-hmm. trilogy star wars mm-hmm. and now they in this season they they leaned too heavily on it and they made it about canonical star wars universe and and i disagree i don't think that they did i also don't think they did i Uh, think they i think they brushed up to canonical star wars and i'll make the argument that they used this season to launch some new stories and properties they used this season to to uh you know the big thing was like we're the spark that lights the rebellion that burns the first order down. They they used this season to um, resurrect um, mm-hmm. expanded or yep. legacy, whatever and, you want to call it. They you know expanded uni- rebels leaned into it heavily when they brought yeah. Th- Thrawn into it. Sure, but and now like they have used Mandalorian to connect 
it is the connective tissue of the Star Wars universe, and it yep. it it's made by true fans that understand bingo the source material bingo. and how and how to use it without being fan servicey or disrespectful. Yep, bingo, bingo. And if you want to hear more of our thoughts on the Mandalorian, come back in January. Come back twenty twenty one. Longtime listeners, um, thanks for sticking with us. It's been a strange year. It's been a, it, it's been a it's very been a strange. I mean, I my, I'm I'm a little ripe. I've been in this tin can for all of 2020, basically. Yep. Um, yeah. Thank goodness we figured out how to turn off the uh, the voice modulator. The old vo- voice modulators. Um, but uh, we will see you from. Uh, we will be back well, with you from the other wait, side. Shades. 2021. Do you want to take anything with you from the Muppets? I mean, I oh, figured that you'd want to take something from the no, Muppets. No, I, I just want to take this overwhelming sense of of, of warmth and, and joy and familiarity. And uh, I don't want to take anything from this so that I can revisit it again in the future. Oh, that's so lovely. Thank you. Do you want to take, take anything? The haunting memory of doomed children doomed this children. holiday season. <laughs> I will make sure if that didn't make it into the audio when I screen shared, I will make sure to overlay that into the episode sketch. Perfect. So you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Did you think the ghost of Christmas past was going to be the most doomed child in this episode? You know, my goodness. I originally thought it would have been. Yeah. But no, no. Little did I know. No, no. Oh. <laughs> so guys happy holidays thanks yes. for geeking out with us thanks for spending your holiday with us thanks uh, for letting us stuff your stockings and tinsel your tree and egg your nogs and and hang your muppets oh yeah from uh, no that wait do you hang muppets from hangers oh but we're oh, right, in the hangers yeah, like we are yeah they've quite they've run out of room You're gonna have to build some bunk beds in the kennel and uh, and guys, we'll, not only will we see you next time, we'll see you next see you year. Next year, how about that, huh? Happy holidays, everybody! Bye. If you'd like to take a more active role in supporting Geeking Out, visit us at Patreon.com/shadesandsketch. Our website is shows.acast.com/geekingout. You can email the show at go with shadesandsketch at gmail.com or contact us through Facebook or Twitter. Geeking Out is a production of Tree Cave Creative, LLC. All rights reserved, 2020.